and gentlemen, 7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and as usual, that means it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's the other guy on the other podcast, John Hoke here, and live and direct from exotic Valdosta, Georgia, Diana, join us. Hey, 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 it is Saturday night. And it's the fall. Is there something I should know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Al- the University of Alabama, ranked number two, uh, is currently holding on to a 42-35 lead against Arkansas in Tuscaloosa with about a minute left in the fourth quarter. I expect Arkansas just uh, scored a touchdown and uh, I suppose they're going to try the onside kick, and we'll we'll let you know how how that one turned out. Uh, but uh, in other uh, NCAA football action around in about thirty minutes, Vanderbilt uh, <laughs> starts in with Ole Miss, and another uh, chance to uh, for an SEC team to uh, want to take another win off of us. Yes. Well, Vanderbilt. well, you never know. Hey, John, it could happen. A miracle could happen. Hey, I, I, I might, right now, I, I might. Speaking of, uh, I might have to talk about a Vanderbilt player a little but, bit later. Well, yeah. Well, basically, uh, the odds uh, makers are like fifty to one against Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. They, they, there's no number large enough. But uh, meanwhile, back in the uh, back in the uh, uh, top 25 teams, uh, number eight, Michigan, 59, uh, Maryland, 18, late in the fourth quarter. Uh, number 18, Pittsburgh leads Virginia, 41 to 38. Number 14, BYU, 34, uh, Georgia Southern, 17, also late in the fourth quarter. Late in the fourth quarter, uh, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, North Carolina State, ranked number 20th, leads Syracuse 41-17. to uh, in, in the first half, uh, number 11, Baylor, leads Kansas State 14-7. Final score for you, number 15, Wisconsin, 38 uh, Nebraska, 28. Uh, that's 35. Nebraska, 28. Uh, U- UTSA, that's the University of Texas at San Antonio. The Roadrunners, ranked number 22, uh, defeated UAB, 34-31. to uh, Cincinnati, uh, ranked 5th, uh, 48. Uh, SMU, 14. Uh, number one, Georgia 
defeated Charleston Southern. I've never even a school I've never even heard of. Uh, anyways, uh, apparently homecoming in Athens, I think, uh, 56 to seven Ohio state ranked number four destroyed, uh, mm. seven ranked Michigan state in Columbus, 56 to seven, uh, number eight, Notre Dame, 55 to nothing over Georgia tech, uh, Number 10, Wake Forest lost to Clemson 48 to 27. Number 13, Oklahoma defeated Iowa State 28 to 21. Number 16, Texas A&M defeated Plainview, wait, Prairie View A&M. <laughs> another there's school I never heard of apparently uh uh it's um uh, homecoming for Texas A&M, 52-3. Uh, Iowa uh, defeated Illinois. Iowa ranked number 17, defeated Illinois 33-23. to And number 25, Mississippi State 55, Tennessee State 10. And so wow. we will uh, – do we have a final score in Tuscaloosa? Yes, we do. Alabama hangs on to win – 42 to 35. So there you have the NFL. Uh, uh, NFL. Did I say NFL? You I'm thinking. NFL. Yes, I'm thinking about the Patriots, by the way. I'm, I've, been, <laughs> I've been so fired up about the Patriots. My brother Kirby accuses me of having abandoned the Crimson Tide. But that's another thing. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's in here nodding at me. So. Yes. Anyways, well, but you know, my my son uh, was just the right age for not to growing up in uh, the uh, Maryland, not to have a NFL team in Baltimore. So yeah. he, he latched he latched on to the Patriots at, at that at that time. Yeah. So you at least you have a you have some backup. I have there. a good taste. You have in some Patriots. support. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Uh, hang on a second. Meanwhile, go ahead. Meanwhile, let's move on to oh, yes. some, of, some of the sillier stuff of the week. Uh, I had a post I, titled, I'm not making it up, uh, you know. Uh, and uh, it's about the government doing its due diligence about preserving uh, our assets. And basically, uh, the Washington Post reported that uh, Joe Biden had selected someone to uh, oversee the money being spent in the recent uh, infrastructure boondoggle to assure there's a minimum of waste. And he's picked uh, Mitch Landrew, the former mayor of New Orleans. That's kind of along the line. I'm sorry, foxes watching hen houses have nothing on it. I mean, it's Louisiana for the love of Pete. It's yeah, New this, 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 uh, it's the Landrews. Uh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, this administration is is just you know it's like their feedback doesn't mean anything to them. They lost Virginia, a state that Joe Biden won by ten points a year ago. Okay, mm-hmm. and yet they they continue ramming forward uh, as if nothing happened. They, you know, they, they, they you know it's it's like. It's like hello, you know. It's like somebody uh, 
uh, you know, on drugs or something, you know. And, well, uh, or how about anesthesia? In the throes of dementia? Perhaps. No, how about anesthesia? No, anesthesia. Okay, uh, speaking of anesthesia. The president was, in fact, uh, anesthetized for colonoscopy. Uh, uh, and uh, so we had <laughs> acting President Harris for a few hours there. And um, she, um, you know, the only thing that's going to be memorable of, of that ter term of hers will be the written house oh. verdict. Yes. And, 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 you know, the thing, uh, there's a joke in there somewhere about I, there are several Biden. and all of them are in poor taste. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Joe Biden's colonoscopy. It, the, the less I know about Joe Biden's colon, the happier I am. The happier well, we're I, all going to be. Well, you know what, you know what they found, don't you? What? 83 million votes for Trump. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, that might be the only joke in it's in passably good taste about Joe Biden's colonoscopy. <laughs> do you remember when? Do you remember when Katie Couric, like, like had her colonoscopy live on the on on the Today Show? There, and I actually like, no, and I'm really happy about that. <laughs> There's some things that are just too ugly. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, speaking of the the most important event of um, uh, we're Kamala Harris's uh, term as leader of our nation, folks, we're about to spend the bulk of the show mm -hmm. uh, talking about uh, the uh, Rittenhouse trial and mm -hmm. run up to it and the run over of it and then yep. the after effect. So, so <laughs> Stacey, basically, you blogged through the week. Yeah, so I, I started out on Tuesday mm -hmm. uh, predicting uh, that this case would end in a hung jury because mm -hmm. I had seen the polling uh, that said Americans were sharply divided on this. However... Uh, those who had been paying the most attention to the case uh, mm -hmm. tended to believe uh, that Rittenhouse was would would be acquitted, should be acquitted. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had thought uh, that there would be at least two or three jurors in Kenosha uh, mm -hmm. who would who would hold out uh, that the idea that um, Rittenhouse must be found guilty of. Of something. Well, look, you have to consider the community. Right. Mm. Uh, it is not overwhelmingly Democrat, but they've elected a Democrat as uh, district attorney. And yeah, and they're going to fix that next year, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, Binger. Well, oh. Binger's, Binger actually is an, an, an ADA, he's, but, mm -hmm. but he's the kind of guy that the district attorney hires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Krause. Yeah. Well, speaking of Binger, um, mm -hmm. uh, basically, I like the fact that my son uh, tagged him with the nickname Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I have to get this in before we get in too deep. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did note during the closing arguments that the prosecution, uh, wanted to credit Rittenhouse with psychic powers, the ability to know what other people are thinking, um, x-ray vision, 
uh, knowing that uh, he that uh, he'd hit uh, Rosenbaum's pelvis, and um, the superhuman ability to uh, withstand blows as to the head, as if he were Superman. Well, yeah, on the it other was amazing. Hand, on the other hand, I had a meme that I put up. Uh, basically, that's <laughs> uh, the, 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 the <clears throat> picture of uh, Binger pointing the AR-15 oh. at the jury, and it's captioned, <laughs> full mental jackass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, um, the thing is, is that, um, is that Democrats absolutely did not care about the facts of the case. And, and no, no, they care, cared very much about them to the point that they had to distort them in order to fit the narrative. But um, uh, Jen Psaki... Uh, uh, Peppermint Pasaki, as they've called her, um, was asked about this at, um, at a, uh, a White House press conference. And she said, what I'm not going to speak to right now is anything about an ongoing trial, nor the president's past comments. Peter Ducey had asked her about this tweet in which the president of the United States, when he was a candidate, uh, basically labeled uh, Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist. Uh, anyways, Pisaki said, what I can reiterate for you is the vi- president's view that we shouldn't have, broadly speaking, vigilantes patrolling our communities with assault weapons. We shouldn't oh, have God's opportunities sake. corrupting peaceful opportunists corrupting peaceful protests by rioting and burning down the communities they claim to resent anywhere in the country. And uh, the, the thing about this is, is that if you, if you knew what was going on in Kenosha, okay, if you were informed about the facts on the ground, they, th- this car dealership, which was owned by uh, Indian immigrants, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. had three lots in Kenosha. Two of mm-hmm. them burned on the first, uh, on the second night of the quote unquote mostly peaceful protest. <laughs> fiery and, but peaceful. Fiery <laughs> but peaceful that. protest. Yeah, mostly peaceful protest. Anyways, and so on the third night, uh, a group of, of locals uh, armed themselves with guns to prevent uh, a repetition of what had happened on the first two nights of these protests. Now, um, you, you know, she said, we shouldn't have vigilantes po- patrolling our communities with assault weapons. The governor of Wisconsin did not deploy the the national, national guard. guard until the third night and they were not present in the area where Rittenhouse nearly got killed by this deranged psycho Jojo Rosenbaum. <laughs> well, well first of all, you know, there are at least two falsehoods in her comment uh, uh, related to her comment. The first one yeah. is there's not a single person who had an assault rifle. An assault Correct. weapon, yeah. Well, there's no such thing as an assault weapon, but mm-hmm. there, uh, but no one had an a, a assault rifle. An assault nope. rifle is a machine gun, uh, fully automatic, yes. right? Or okay. at least select fire. Well, but I mean, it, you can put it has a fun switch; it will go full yes. auto. Okay, yeah. or at least three round bursts. There's not a there yep. wasn't a single assault rifle. The only reason there would have been any assault rifles uh, 
in the area would have been if the police had shown up with them or the National Guard. But mm-hmm. that's the other thing. The other thing is, and we have someone who who's got, had some experience in the, the Bay Area where vigilantism uh, originated in the 1850s. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, how in the world uh, does uh, uh, what uh, uh, Rittenhouse was doing at all come close to the uh, definition of vigilantism? It doesn't. Um, the committee of vigilance, committees of vigilance, always publish a uh, a statement essentially that they are going to do certain things, and if you are doing certain things, you will stand a good chance of being shot. And and they operate, uh, particularly mm-hmm. the the committee uh, that you think of, in, uh, San mm-hmm. Francisco. They yep. operate in the absence of a police department. That's yes, it. they do. And and the, and this is just it. It was the breakdown of law and order, okay, that made this happen. Including, and again, the release of um, Jojo Rosenbaum, who had, mm-hmm. uh, who was under, who had been charged and was out on bond, okay, for um, assaulting his girlfriend. Okay, mm-hmm. then he attempted suicide. Yeah, and right. was was committed to a psychiatric institution. That the morning of the riot, he got out of the psychiatric institution, mm-hmm. went to visit the girlfriend. Who, there was a no contact order that was illegal. Mm-hmm. She told him, "Don't go downtown, Jojo." Mm-hmm. Okay, and yet there he was downtown, a convicted <laughs> sex offender whose crimes are so heinous, you don't even want to Mm -hmm. describe them. Okay, a guy that spent 10 years in Arizona prison, and then, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, know, it may not even have been illegal, uh, might not even have been legal for him to be in Wisconsin. But the point is, if they'd have kept him behind bars, he wouldn't have been out on the street. But I, the thing about this, the thing, about, is, the thing about it is, is the kind of homicide it was. I mean, they tried to make it murder. And in a legal sense, it was uh, justified by self-defense. Yes. But in mm-hmm. a moral sense, it was virtuous. Uh, Tucker Carlson said uh, Jojo Rosenbaum, quote, died as he had lived trying to touch an unwilling <laughs> minor. End quote, and and I and that summed it up. And 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 see, and and you have to if you know what happened. And I think all of mm-hmm. our podcast listeners are well, sufficiently well informed that they know that what happened was is that uh, uh, Rosenbaum shows up and immediately it becomes fixated on um, Rittenhouse, begins mm-hmm. shouting at him epithets, uh, shoot me, shoot me. Uh, you know, and uh, for some reason, just became enraged by the sight of this kid with the gun. Well, Rittenhouse had used a fire extinguisher to put out a fire that he was trying to start. That's right. later. That's the culminating thing. Yes. Um, I mean, this I mean, had all been going on for hours. Um, yes, Rosenbaum it, starts fires, kicks over porta potties, um, lights things on fires, grabs chains, and waves them around. I mean, 
the guy was clearly demonstrating that he was more than willing to be violent. Yeah, and um, and and so so as everybody knows, and I'm I'm going to rehearse the events. Is that what happens? Mm-hmm. Is that he chases, uh, he threatens to kill. He outright threatened to kill. I'm going to kill you. He says mm-hmm. to Rittenhouse, "If I get you alone, I will kill you." Right, and and because of the way things worked out. Rittenhouse got separated from the group of, of other armed men that he was with. And uh, Rosenbaum starts chasing him. He corners him in a parking lot. He reaches for the gun. And Rosenbaum fires four shots. I mean, Rittenhouse fires four shots. Now, by the way, right before, three seconds before uh, the, the fatal shots were fired. Someone else in the crowd had a pistol and fired yep. a shot, a warning shot. We don't know. We Zeminsky. don't know. Who, huh? Zeminsky. Is that the name of the person? That's the name of the guy who shot, who fired the shot. And I always regarded it as the starting pistol. I think he was giving, um, Zeminsky. Was, Zeminsky. Well, who was Zeminsky? I, 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 that's the first time <gasps> I've heard it. Zeminsky and, Zeminski and his wife um, were around uh, Rosenbaum all evening. Oh, um, some people have been, have speculated that he was maybe uh, egging Rosenbaum on. Oh, um, Kelly Rose Kelly Zeminski, in fact, is uh, is serving seven months in prison for her actions that evening. Oh, really, Zeminski. Did not testify, but he is, uh, he is, has been indicted and he is going to be tried, I believe, for gun charges. Yeah, they were from Racine, Wisconsin. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is just up the road. Joshua and Kelly Zeminski. Well, anyway. Yes. But, the, the, but the other thing is, uh, Mrs. Zeminski was going to be subpoenaed by the uh, defense uh, mm-hmm. to testify. But because of uh, there, she still has charges pending. Uh, she her Fifth Amendment rights kept her off the stand. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I, I didn't that know was, that. We, I thought that was Joshua, not Kelly. That that was the case. Yeah, both we didn't them. know. But but okay. so so if you can think of it, if you can think of it from Rittenhouse's point of view and his state of mind, his knowledge at the time, he didn't. By the way, he had no idea that Rosenbaum was a convicted felon, okay? Nope. Uh, he, he had no idea who Rosenbaum was, uh, but but this guy is, is charging us, threatened to kill him, and three seconds pass, mm-hmm. he hears a gunshot in the distance and does not know who fired the shot and, and does not know whether Rosenbaum might be armed. And so Rosenbaum attacks him, he fires and and hits Rosenbaum four times. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Four yes. times. Now, and people say, "Well, why four times?" I'm telling you what. You go to shoot. <laughs> seven six shoot. seconds. Yeah. What? In three quarters. Point of a second. seven six seconds. That's yeah. how long it took. Yeah. That's about as fast as you can manipulate the trigger rationally mm-hmm. on on that rifle. And and, 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 and quite frankly, uh, now. I'm going to speak about this as a gunfight survivor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the way you survive a gun's a fight is by 
causing the other person to stop doing what it trying to kill you. Okay. <laughs> now one surefire way of doing that is to kill them extremely dead. Yes. But if you, if they'll just lie down and be good, that's all you necessarily are, are looking for uh, in, in a, what I'll call that'll a, do the trick. That'll do the that'll trick. Do. In a, that'll do the trick in a civil gunfight. Uh, all mm -hmm. of my gunfighting experience, and I'm talking about a gunfight as opposed to a firefight. A gunfight is one-on-one -on -one where it's you and the other guy and you're trying to kill each other. Um, <sighs> in, in my case, uh, I, was, I, I wasn't I was particularly interested in neutralizing him. I wanted the, 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 the uh, North Vietnamese soldier to be dead, uh, and he is now. <sighs> but um, the... The thing is, you keep firing till the problem mm -hmm. goes away. Yes. You don't just go bang. Oh, let me think about this. Correct. Now there are there are some situations where maybe you'll fire uh, two or three rounds and look and see if it's having the proper effect and adjust your aim. But what what Rittenhouse did was classic: shoot till the problem goes away. Correct. Yeah, it it it, it, it the training is. First of all, fire center mass. Okay. Well, I, and, mean, I don't know how well trained he is, but he would have been trained uh, to keep shooting till the problem goes away. Or you the run out threat of is that that you were justified in firing until the threat is stopped. And when you've got, Correct. and if you saw the video, oh God, uh, if you saw the video of uh, Rosenbaum taunting this guy, you could see that Rosenbaum had them you know, prison muscles, okay, the weight yard mm -hmm. muscles, okay? I mean, he was a stout, muscular, bullethead-looking guy, scary-looking, mm -hmm. okay? And if, you know, a deranged criminal is <laughs> charging you, and that's what, we, by the way, this is speaking to the, to the uh, uh, suspects, uh, the accused state of mind, is that if you've got a gun, if you're openly carrying a gun and mm -hmm. someone is being aggressive toward you, in the back of your mind, you've got to think they're carrying, okay? Because mm -hmm. that's irrational. They're that's carrying so or they're crazy. Either yeah, okay. or they're crazy case. and both are dangerous. It's, it is absolutely, and crazy people are dangerous. That's, mm -hmm. you know, Jojo Rosenbaum proved that. But um, but the thing is, is that is that if I've got a gun, I'm openly carrying a gun, and I've been in mm -hmm. this situation, and yet someone is being aggressive toward me, I'm thinking they're armed, okay, mm -hmm. and I've got to take cover, okay, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and uh, you know, but it was just a, just a, a, a situation, and but the media, damn the media. The way oh, that they, they have portrayed this case. You well, wrote about this. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, it, 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 it's interesting. They, they basically misrepresented the facts all the way through. Yeah, we'll and, then when, that. And, and then when the jury got the facts, they decided, <laughs> whoops, the jury might uh, deliver the wrong verdict. And quite obviously, uh, MSNBC was interested in doxing the jurors. Um, mm -hmm. A person who claimed to be a producer working for NBC News who was being supervised by someone at MSNBC in New York was caught uh, running a red light 
And the reason he was running the red light was because he was tailing the jury bus, taking them back to where their secret parking garage was. Oh. And uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, not only did he get some parking tickets, uh, uh, he uh, got the traffic. judge you know, traffic tickets. He got uh, uh, some uh, a stirred up judge um, <laughs> who basically banned NBC from the courthouse for the duration of the uh, trial. And interesting, the judge said this, this is a very serious matter, and I don't know what the ultimate truth of it is, but absolutely it would go without much thinking that someone who is following the jury bus, that is an extremely serious matter, and will we be referred to the proper authorities for further action? Now, I was going, well, get the proper authorities. The DA is going to prosecute that one. Big, yeah, sure. right. But actually, the Kenosha cops are on this and are investigating it. Now, who they'll refer it to for prosecution is, is, is something else. But I have a Jury feeling- tampering isn't just a state crime, is it? It is if it's a state trial. Uh, okay. Thanks. Okay. Um, yeah, well, that was one of the things that uh, we, uh, we Stacy and I were accused of jury tam- uh, 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 basically <laughs> of, of jury tampering uh, of, with uh, Kimberlin. And it, it was like, did you read the law that you were accusing us? I mean, what what federal jury did we tamper? You haven't even been on trial for um, 30 some odd years. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that. Uh, but you're right. Time travel. Trying- that, you were trying. They were trying to force. First, they were trying to force a mistrial, and then they were trying to to screw things up, however way they could. Yeah, it's terrible. You know, I, the mo- I, sorry, it. I was going to point out the the. Uh, we've been talking about the incident with Rosenbaum, um, Kraus during the uh, during the closing, his section of the rebuttal closing of the closing, his rebuttal section on the closing. Um, evidently was under the impression that Kyle Rittenhouse had time to sling his rifle and uh, ass- and uh, engage in the manly art of fisticuffs. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it just this Monday morning quarterbacking, the idea that, um, that you have to see, this is what stand your ground laws are about. Mm-hmm. Okay. You do not get to the right to beat me up before nope. I have the right to shoot you. Okay, I, I, that's not how it works. Well, yes, that depends on the state you're in. But, but, but um, look, no, look. there is no state anywhere where you have to suffer so much as a scratch before yeah. you can defend yourself. You have in some states, like California, a duty to retreat. Right. But you don't have to take injury before you defend yourself. Well, well, uh, it depends on the district attorney. You'll get charged. Did just look oh, at what happened uh, to that? In California, you'll get charged no matter what. You, so you know you might as well uh, you might as well shoot and keep shooting because yes. it's the only thing you can do. The um, but, but but yeah, but you know the, the thing is is that you from a practical point of view. I mean, you don't have you don't have to sit sit there and be beaten. On the mm-hmm. other hand, if you can withdraw, it's a better thing to not have the fight in the first place. If you, yes. but if but if the other person is insistent, you don't have to lose. Right. The, Absolutely. Uh, the the you know. Uh, by the way, if anyone is unclear on uh, on the self defense. Uh, 
on law and morality in terms of armed self-defense. I recommend mm-hmm. to you the active self-defense, uh, active self-protection is what it's called, the uh, mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Um, and, and that is, uh, you know, because I watch that. They, they break down shooting mm-hmm. incidents all the time to uh, mm-hmm. uh, show you, you know, uh, don't pursue someone. Okay, once you, if Correct. you, if you pull a gun out and they run off, don't go chasing after them. And, 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 Call the police immediately, and, but and, and, don't and, chase. And don't send a bullet after them either. Yeah, Certainly yeah. not. Yeah, if someone, anyways, but but the media. But, but, well, but, 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 you know, people like that YouTube channel, people need to watch people, good services like that. We need and to Masood Ayub and Branca. Yes, but we, and they need to be supported. And, mm-hmm. but, also, if you like this podcast, you need yes. to support us, which brings us to the yellow button. Yes, folks, it's time for the shameless capitalism part of the podcast in which I tell you that if you go to my blog, theothermccain.com, uh, you will notice near the top of the center column the yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, yens, shekels, whatever currency you have, uh, it will take at PayPal uh, anywhere around the world. And uh, that will help to support the blog, support the podcast, but most importantly, to keep my wife happy. She likes Mm -hmm. it when I've got money. So if you will click the yellow button uh, and contribute, that would be very much appreciated. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hogwash.com. There is in the sidebar over on the right at the top a tip jar icon. Click on that. Be taken off to PayPal where you can help support Hogwash or you can support the blog by shopping at the Hogwash store. There's a link to that in the sidebar. Or you can support both our blogs uh, by using the Amazon shopping links that you'll find uh, at the blogs. Um, we both participate in the Amazon associates program and uh, that uh, uh, is a program that Amazon has with bloggers we have uh, the shopping links that they're approved of and we get a small cut of the action on that which is a nice thing Amazon does but regardless of how you choose to support us please remember the five most important words in the English language hit the freaking tip jar indeed uh, meanwhile, uh, the media was trying to uh, was trying to wreck this trial. I mean, they were oh. doing that. It, it was uh, um, uh, during on uh, Tuesday, uh, Jack Posobiec um, reported that two jurors were holding the decision up. And this was exactly what I'd been afraid of. He said mm-hmm. uh, that they're they're citing the fear of backlash, worried mm-hmm. about the media leaking their names, worried about what might happen to their families and jobs. This included doxing threats from anarchist groups. Mm-hmm. Jack Posobiec has uh, sources, and, and you know I don't want to. Uh, you know some people are saying, "Well, well, well." Uh, look, I've seen him be so right about so many things and I'm very amazed at how good his sources are. So, so what I said was that what we're seeing here 
It is an era of neo-Stalinism where the mm -hmm. party organizes show trials preceded mm -hmm. by propaganda that demonizes the accused as an enemy of the people. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Diana, what is that? Uh, uh, what is that Russian term? Uh, well, uh, there's a lot Rock of different Naroda ones for, for yeah. enemy of the people. Yes, I, 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 Yeah, yes. Anyways, and and so, and so, so they have demonized this Kyle Rittenhouse who and mm -hmm. this thing. And I'm listening. By the way, I you know I had the TV on uh, CNN and MSNBC during most of the trial, I, and I endured it. You know, I watch so you don't have to. I have an office TV where I work down there, and anyways, and I heard them say that you know, and just flatly. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse accused of killing racial justice protesters. <laughs> now, you know the biographies of the three people he killed, all of whom oh, yeah. had criminal records. Uh, he only killed two. Come on. Oh, oh I'm <laughs> sorry. Two. Yeah, that's right. He only wounded the guy with the Glock that was trying to kill him. <laughs> he only wounded him Blew his nearly blew his arm off, man. Boy, that was a nasty wound. But he got him mm. in the but he got him in the right wing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyways, but this demonizing uh this poor kid, uh, you know, and and all of us who had who had paid attention to the kind saw it from the from the very beginning. I wrote mm -hmm. this on, on like day one that this was a clear cut uh, case of self-defense. I mean, mm -hmm. it was it was obvious as soon as we saw videos of, of mm -hmm. you know, the, the earliest videos available of him getting mm -hmm. whacked in the head with a skateboard and then shooting back. And and, and by the way, yeah. jump kick guy uh, yeah. has been identified, by the way, guy had a lengthy criminal record, uh, you know, so so he was being attacked by criminals uh, yep. and the idea that this rioting that took place. Uh, you know, for three nights in Kenosha was racial justice protest. It just, it just, and, and the, how is burning a used car lot owned right. by an Indian immigrant uh, anything to do with racial justice? Anyways, I'm sure it, they'll find some way to justify it. They've gotten so weird. Anyways, but there were actual communists in Kenosha. Mm -hmm. And that reminded me of a certain senator from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Joe McCarthy, where are you when we need you? you well, Bring back the Smith but, Act. But, but you see, you're talking about the way they tried to even twist the meaning of words. And mm -hmm. you talk about communists twisting the meaning. I mean, take a word like kulak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, kulak means fist. fist. And, yes. and, a, and, and the kulaks were people like pawnbrokers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who were, who were uh, you know, just greedy. It, it and, implied and ruin, greed. Ruining, ruining people's lives. Well, okay, we're going to get rid of the kulaks. And everybody goes, yeah. Then if you happen to have your own farm plot, well, you're a kulak too. Uh, you're, you're, you're a kulak if you have somebody who is not a family member helping out on the farm. Yeah. It I mean, was, you're basically, if you're, you become a kulak, if you're an enemy of the people. Right. Well, right. Yeah. And, and, and so, oh, I mean, oh, and so it, and you see how words like that, the meanings mm -hmm. metastasize into something else. And you see the same oh, yeah. thing going on in, in things like the coverage of this trial.
Oh God. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, they had, um, um, you know, as we waited, uh, for the verdict, Mm. you know, I, I was, you know, I was almost certain that this was, um, you know, going to be a mistrial. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I felt that it was, you know, it's going to be because it seemed they took so long deliberating. And th- when they requested the video, they wanted to watch that surveillance video again. Mm-hmm. And and I remembered that surveillance video being uh, central to their closing argument claim that um, uh, Rittenhouse provoked this by pointing <sighs> his gun at people. Okay, and nope. and that's that's not a, actually not shown uh, on the not video, but uh, but anyways, um, uh, the thing is, is that David French. Oh my God, I don't even want to think about <laughs> David French. Man. But but he wrote he his writing about this is how could you be so wrong? He's an intelligent man. Okay. He is Trump broke his brain. Right, right, right. It's Trump derangement syndrome. Mm-hmm. He, five years ago, David French never would have been saying the thing he's saying now. Now, but I do see to French this point is that, um, you know, he made the case that said, look, the people defending Rittenhouse, the people speaking up for his right self defense, never would have done what he did. And that's true. Okay, I'm not going to I'm not going to take my AR-15 and go to a riot. I don't want my kids to take an AR-15 and go to a riot. It's like there's a riot. I'm staying as far away from that as possible. Okay. well, first of all, if there were a riot that came to me, I wouldn't get my AR-15. I'd get my shotgun. But that's beside the point. The point is there, you know, I understand, for example, I would understand, for example, why the guy who owned the uh, the car used car lot and Sam and his, Sal, his, yeah, and his and his brother-in-law was, would have been there trying right. to defend the place. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure uh, about the wisdom of Kyle Rittenhouse's motivation, uh, but you know, you can see, uh, you can see, we've... you can see some good po- points to what he was trying to do, but. Was it wise? Uh, he was 17. Um, wise I 17. I did a lot hmm. more unwise things than that when I was 17. I mean, and now that I, I try think not I, to think about it too much, but yeah. yeah, yeah besides well, which, I, yeah, well, he was, I, I, go ahead. Um, he was, he was with a group of people, at least one of whom he knew quite well and trusted. Um, the intent was to just be there, put out any fires, keep people from breaking in and stealing stuff. It wasn't to shoot anybody. The ARs were there as a deterrent. He was there with his rifle, as were the others, as a deterrent. Right. Um, not Nobody was going to shoot in defense of property. Um, but keeping, but not letting fi- uh, even a little fire get started is a good move. Yes, and you have to admit he did never fired a single round in anything other than the defense of his own life. And, and his his discipline is astonishing for a kid that young, and for somebody with as little training as he's had. There are only eight shots fired, and six of them connected. 
Yeah, and that's and he didn't lot, didn't amazing. shoot any innocent people. He right? didn't. He de-escalated no. every single time somebody put up their hands and retreated. Well, but look at the, let's look at it like this from the other from another point of view. Mm. Let's look how professionals handle a situation like this. <laughs> when when the uh, uh, Boston Marathon bombers finally got taken into custody. Oh, God. The Boston police and the Massachusetts State Police uh, officers who engaged them in the firefight fired over 200 rounds of ammunition and missed them. <laughs> Almost. Uh, yeah. Wasn't that just. <sighs> One brother died, didn't he? Because he got run over by the right. other brother. Uh, oh, that's right. Now I remember that. Oh, yeah. Big brother was speed bump, remember? Uh, oh, yeah. Not, but not a single gunshot wound. Not a yeah. single gunshot wound. My goodness. Well, anyways, but... But but we only... But see, we, we need the only the professionals to be armed. And then, <laughs> as I said, when the verdict finally came down, <laughs> when, when Rittenhouse was acquitted on all counts, mm -hmm. you know, I wrote on my blog, that the important thing here is what was demonstrated in terms of our constitutional rights as Americans. The Second yes. Amendment exists for a reason, after all. Mm -hmm. The armed citizen deters aggression. Now, that's usually what that is a point that, that what the craziest thing in all of this is you're walking around, as, as Diana said. The whole point of having the AR-15 in open carry is to deter aggression, okay? Mm -hmm. If it hadn't been for that psycho Jojo Rosenbaum, nobody would have got shot. I've said that from the start. Mm -hmm. is it, is it, it's crazy, literally insane, to attack someone who is openly carrying a rifle. If you don't have a rifle, okay. I agree. You, you know, and and so it should. The whole point of 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 being armed is to deter aggression. A friend of mine put it this way: uh, the best reason to con carry concealed is so you never have to kill anyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my younger brother, um, uh, my younger brother has been in three armed self-defense situations. Good God. Uh, uh, in, in two of the no. cases, in two of the cases, uh, merely uh, brandishing the weapon was enough to deter the attack uh, uh, it, mm -hmm. just quite recently, just within a few weeks. Uh, someone attempted to carjack him. He pulled up oh, to the Dollar General store, and just as he unlocked huh? the door... Got two guys run up, one on the driver's side, one on the passenger side. Guy on the driver's side is trying to pull him out of his truck, and he's he's holding on to the wheel, trying to keep this. Hey, what are you doing? And then he said, "Wait a minute, why am I wrestling with this guy? He had forgotten he had he always carries it." So he pulls his Glock out, and as soon as the guy sees the Glock, both of them take off running, whereabouts unknown. Um, well, but do you say that's not an uncommon goes. thing. Uh, I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've had three incidents, uh, well, actually four incidents uh, in my civilian life where mm -hmm. being armed uh, 
meant that there wasn't going to be trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and every case when the person saw that I had the 45 or the person saw mm-hmm. that I uh, was carrying a, a, a Colt detective special or the person noticed, hey, that's a Winchester a shotgun in his hand. You know, they uh-huh. uh, and, and, and everything that it, there was just behavior modification. Yeah. Part. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 what 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 they what they call FIPSA. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Any- well, uh, my 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 one is um, I have two forty fives, and I'm not afraid to use them. Reconsider your life choices. Yeah. Well. Anyways, but but you know the <laughs> one case, by the way, the one case uh, where my uh, where having a weapon was not sufficient to, to um, a crackhead. Oops. Um, broke into my um, uh, brother's trailer. And this was out in uh, rural Harrison County, and uh, Georgia, and oh. uh, he broke in. And, and Rodney knew this because his his beagle Roscoe started barking. Uh, it wasn't a beagle. What do you call those droopy eyed basset hound? Basset hound. He had a big old basset hound called Roscoe, oh. and, and the dog starts starts barking, and and and. Uh, <laughs> Rodney gets his 12-gauge pump shotgun, uh, and he says, he says, and, and he, the guy's silhouetted against the door, and he said, you better stop. I got a shotgun. Guy didn't stop. You know? mm. Now, if you're under the influence of crack, maybe that impairs your judgment, but I think, generally speaking, the sound of a shotgun being racked is the scariest thing a burglar could ever hear. Okay. If, if, because you know what a shotgun can do mm-hmm. in, 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 in close range. And you know, that the, the, that, that sh- sh- of that shotgun Ch-choo. being racked, <laughs> he didn't stop. He advanced and, uh, uh, he bled out before the, uh, mm-hmm. cops could get there. He'd already, Rodney had already called the cops, but you know what they say when you, you know, call nine one one, you know, the police, when, uh, seconds. seconds matter, the cops are only minutes away. Yeah. Well, Anyways. I, well, the reason, the reason that the, the modern policing was invented was to actually to protect the criminals uh, from uh, that kind of from stuff. From the homeowners. So they, so they could, so, yes. So they can be taken, <laughs> but taken in away a, to jail. But, okay, go ahead. In a situation such as the Kenosha riots, where violent mm. chaos had overwhelmed the ability of the police to keep the peace, Rittenhouse was part of a spontaneously organized group of men who showed up to protect life and property. Rittenhouse Mm -hmm. was attacked by the deranged criminal Jojo Rosenbaum and shot Rosenbaum in self-defense. Each subsequent shooting was part of a rapid and confusing situation that that developed amid the riot. Public authorities in Wisconsin who failed to maintain order are the real villains in this story. Mm -hmm. The attempt by prosecutors to make Rittenhouse a scapegoat was thwarted by a jury of 12. But here's, the, here's a couple of important things here. The reason why this is such a big deal is because this demonstrates in a practical way to people like Black Lives Matter and Antifa that they will be opposed by good people and mm-hmm. that juries of other good people 
will uh, uh, allow uh, the, uh, allow them to be opposed. It would it, it was important to convict Rittenhouse of something mm-hmm. in order to license uh, continued riotous behavior. Right, mm-hmm. but and it is an absolute failure of the narrative now, which mm-hmm. brings us to the quote of the day of <laughs> Bet Hogwash from on the 18th of November. The fact you are free is not your achievement, but rather mm-hmm. a failure on our side. That's Felix Drzezinski. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you folks know who Felix Drzezinski is? We're going to let Diana inform you of who Felix <laughs> Drzezinski was. Felix Drzezinski was a Pole. You can see that by his name, who was a Bolshevik revolutionary. He was the very first head of the Cheka, that is Death to Spies, um, which was the secret police and uh, general thuggery branch of the party early on. Um, He died, curiously, um, during one of the party congresses in 1926, just dropped dead on the stage. Very interesting case. Anyway, but that's Felix Dzerzhinsky, and he is a terrible terrifying man and we're dealing with people now though who are so ignorant of 20th century history that they think check is a cab company <laughs> yeah well, well uh, speaking of ignorance uh, um the 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 uh and the redefining of terms which is by by the way 1984 was not a how-to manual, okay? Correct. It's, it, it, we are, you know, we're living in times that where the parallels, you know, watching the modern left uh, uh, emulate the, the Soviets, okay? This Soviet-style propaganda. Well, all you have oh. to do is look at uh, the privileged treatment that mm-hmm. so many uh, uh, people wind up with, and so many, and then the, uh, and then the the opposite treatment that the rest of us get. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, basically, we are being, it's being demonstrated to us that all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Again, Orwell. Uh, mm-hmm. But written the written. I had a uh, my lead item. Um, uh, on the blog, well, actually, it's been uh, – uh, I, I had something about football because it's football <laughs> time. But anyways, uh, the Rittenhouse verdict reactions show what, quote-unquote, white supremacy means to the left. And uh, what happened is and, – and cons- think about what happened in Kenosha. The cops mm-hmm. shoot a knife-wielding domestic abuser, Jacob Blake – then public authorities failed to prevent the mostly peaceful protests from turning into <laughs> riots. And when armed citizens defend themselves from violent rioters, this makes the citizens fascist, terrorist, whatever. Uh, and 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 the and the, the thing is, they're still telling that does not this, follow. and and they're still telling just the most insane sort of lies. The Independent mm-hmm. British newspaper today basically published the fact that Rittenhouse shot three black guys. Yeah, uh, but but there were people. By the way, I saw people on Twitter. You know, <laughs> 
saying that until until today, I had no idea that the people Kyle Rittenhouse shot were white. Yeah, I know. You know um, do you know the scariest one I ran across? Um, and I can't remember where. Uh, I think it was in a sub thread on uh, on Facebook, but somebody uh, was actually arguing that um, that somehow or other the entire trial was biased towards the defense. And I raised my little hand and said, uh, "The American justice system is uh, the defense is uh, ha- it's the defense doesn't have to prove anything. The prosecution does. Don't you understand that?" It's a presumption of innocence. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it's insane. Uh, you know the <laughs> the way people are reacting to this, and uh, uh, but but by the way, and and I want to point this out: uh, the, the shooting of Jacob Blake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that okay. No charges were ever filed. Against yes. the officer in that shooting. It turned out Jacob Blake was mm-hmm. armed with a knife, mm-hmm. violently resisting arrest, threatening mm-hmm. to steal a van that had three children inside of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, none of whom were his. Well, I, uh, you know, I, I, all I know is what I know. I, I, well, I, 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 I you're, you're informing me of something I had not. Imagine what the police chase video of that one would have been. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. I mean, he was basically going to take this woman's kids hostage. Uh, but anyways, a federal justice department review found no civil rights violation. So mm-hmm. when the cop says you're under arrest, cooperate. When the mm-hmm. cop says drop the knife, drop the oh. knife. This is not complicated. You don't need any <laughs> critical race theory seminars to teach you that (laughs) resisting arrest is potentially dangerous. A police Mm -hmm. officer never knows when a domestic disturbance call or even a simple traffic stop is going to turn into a life or death crisis. Given Mm -hmm. the many thousands of interactions between police and criminal suspects every week, only a tiny fraction of a single percent of those interactions get the kind of national media attention that the Jacob Blake shooting got. In other words, the vast majority of police activity does not fit the narrative of systemic racism that the left promotes. Yeah, I think perhaps there's been some gaslighting on the subject. Right, right. But let's move from gaslighting to gasoline. Oh, no. Ah. Oh, yes. I'm not making this up, you know. But uh, Joe Biden seems perplexed I mean, I mean <laughs> about uh, the recent increase in gasoline prices. He seems to believe that the oil and gas companies are responsible. And he's sent a letter to the Federal Trade Commission asking them to get involved with uh, an investigation of the anti-consumer behavior by uh, the oil and gas companies. Uh, Engineers trial, anybody? Well, in other news, Al Jazeera is reporting that the administration is directing the Department of Interior to begin the process, a process that would uh, prevent oil and gas uh, Uh drilling 
and leasing within on federal lands within a 10 mile radius, not just inside the boundaries, but within a 10 mile radius of a uh, natural historical park in New Mexico. So, but uh, he's perplexed about how come we might uh, have high gas prices. Meanwhile, uh, uh, does dementia count as crazy, but uh, uh, crazy people are dangerous. Yes, this is a recurring theme uh, (laughs) that crazy people are dangerous, okay? And and uh, we have a gruesome story. And by the way, just by the way, the national media are ignoring this crime for mm-hmm. some reason. Okay, I'm going I'm going to just read the story. I'm reading the news story. Kogan Station, Pennsylvania, which is actually Williamsport, but never mind. The discovery of the bodies of two girls missing for years and buried in the backyard of a Pennsylvania home has led to the arrest of two women. Authorities identified the bodies of six-year-old Nicole Snyder and four-year-old Jasmine Snyder on Monday. Authorities say the older girl was buried in 2016 and the younger one was buried in 2017. The girl's mother... 32-year-old Marie Snyder and her partner, Echo Butler, 26, have been charged with child endangerment and obstruction in Lycoming County, and authorities have opened a homicide investigation. The girls' bodies were transported Monday to Erie for examination by a forensic anthropologist, uh, Chief Police chief says uh, there an investigation into the manner of death, motive, and timeline of the the uh, events is underway. Uh, the Children and Youth Services Department had earlier taken custody of a son. Uh, in early September, the agency began investigating after reports of concerns about educational issues involving the seven-year-old son. Officials learned that Marie Snyder had two other children who were unaccounted for (laughs) and sought help from police. Uh, The father of the girls reported last having seen them in 2015, the same year as their last contact with medical court or other personnel. Um, uh, Officials were told that the girls were staying with a friend but never got a name. Anyways, they questioned them. They began searching the property, dug up the bodies, and Mm. these two girls uh, apparently were murdered. Uh, The father had been prohibited from seeing them under a uh, uh, protective order. Uh, And so um, don't expect to hear about this crime on CNN. Why not? Nope. (laughs) Well, because... Uh, uh, this is the new rules of journalism. You understand that that, that even to put the word uh, homicide and lesbian in the same uh. headline, okay, is is against the rules unless the lesbian is a victim of homicide. Lesbians who perpetrate homicide, well, we're just not going to report that at all. There was a, it never appeared, by the way, in this story despite the obvious nature of the relationship here. 
Yeah, but it's crazy. Yes, and as you know, (laughs) as you know, crazy people are dangerous, including the media. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, this is our last show for two weeks. Next Saturday, uh, we're taking the uh, day off for Thanksgiving. Well, which you were saying, but that's uh, Thursday. Yeah, but. Uh, we won't be all back in town on time, so we're going to take the next week off. Yeah, we're going to take a one-week holiday, and we'll return on Saturday, December 4th. And then we're going to take uh, Christmas, uh, but that's, we're take that's Christmas but we'll, we'll, we'll be that's here. Gonna... We'll be back Saturday, December 4th. Don't miss it, folks, as the return of the other <laughs> podcast. Good night, Diana. Good night. Good night, Stacey. Good night. Thank you.